Well, good morning. Hey, thank you. One of my people over there. That's nice to have people. So, uh, it is great to be here this morning. I'm very thankful uh, to be up here and speaking God's Word. Um, if you don't know who I am, my name is Bill Johnston. With a, I love it. Enough. Uh, I'm, I'm a Johnston, not a Johnson, uh, because Christ had to add the cross to my name, because uh, I was a mess. So. Just saying, I'm the bridge class pastor, and I also help uh, Pastor Tom Brockmeyer out with the outreach uh, ministries here at uh, Harvest. And uh, that being said, I want to let you know uh, one more announcement this morning. Um, beginning August the 15th, in room 5 at 1030, that's a time change for the Firm Foundations class. The, the Firm Foundation class and the bridge class are going to be joined together. Um, as Pastor Josh uh, goes on his uh, new calling, um, you got me, and I apologize. Uh, so you don't have to go in there, just saying. If you don't, I'm not going to pray for you. <laughs> That's all. Uh, so anyways, so at 9 o'clock, that opens up uh, uh, the class in room 5 for Pastor William Harris's class. So they're going to start meeting every week, so that'll be good. So Bridge and Firm Foundations, we're getting together at 10.15, and then Pastor Harris uh, at 9 a.m. So that, you know, we're out of room. And, and that's not a bad problem to have, but so that's what we're going to do with that. So if you have any questions, um, any one of us can help you with that. So with that, let's go to the Lord in prayer. We'll get started this morning. Our God in heaven, Lord, we love you. We honor you. We praise you. Lord, I pray that this morning that, uh, Father, we'll hold on to truth. And, and Father, um, Lord, that you'll use me in a great and mighty way for the furtherance of your kingdom. Speak through me. And, uh, Lord, pray that you're exalted in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. So this morning, my message is entitled, I'll Be There For You. And my thesis this morning is, God's love for you and I is unmatched by anyone or anything else. And, and I hope that you believe that this morning. And that's the truth to hang on to today. But my prayer this morning as we just prayed is that we do that very thing, that we hold on to truth. And that's the truth from the Word of God. We hear God is love. We hear God loves us. But quite frankly, church, even people of faith struggle with the fact of God's love for them. In living life, there are things that we all want and need to hear. One of them is, I love you. I'm proud of you. You're important. And you matter. We want to belong and to know that we belong. Unfortunately, this morning, or every morning, you may feel rejected, you may feel abandoned, and you may feel alone. But listen, you're not any of those things in Christ, right? That's one good thing to hold on to. You're not, any, you're not abandoned, you're not rejected, you're not alone. I don't care what the devil is lying to you, that's not the truth. And, and sometimes we struggle because we haven't opened the book to tell us how God feels about us. Maybe we're new to the faith, and we don't know exactly how to go, but... God will help you go if you want to go. The truth from God's word is this. God tells us, I love you. That's why he laid down his life for us. You're important because you're on, God's mind, uh, on his mind every day. Every day, right? And you matter to God. God has a plan for all of us. And I believe those sentiments can... Uh, sentiment? Sentiment? Those words... <laughs> 
I'm not really educated. I mean, I did go to Bible college and they graduated me, but <laughs> it's going to be a rough, rough. Yeah. Let me start over. I'm Bill Johnston. Ah. <laughs> uh. So those sentiments can be expressed in five simple words that I've heard since the 70s growing up with the Jackson 5. Let's see. There you go. And in the 80s with Bon Jovi. Not so many for Bon Jovi, huh? I saw a young lady wearing a Def Leppard shirt, and she's like young. So, uh, and, and in the 90s, here we go. The Friends theme song, I'll be there. Yeah, now that you're all singing that, I apologize. So you're singing that, so I've done my job, because what I want you to see is every time you hear, I'll be there for you, you know that's how God feels about you. Amen. The fact of the matter is this, God has been saying, I'll be there for you since the dawn of time. You may ask yourself this morning, is Bill going to preach on a Bon Jovi lyric? I sure am. (laughs) Sarah knew she did the PowerPoint for me to make me look good, but... uh, I didn't give her much information, but I appreciate everybody that makes me look good here. Uh, Listen, if you pay attention, guys, even though it's a Bon Jovi song, we're going to get something from God out of it. Because if you're paying attention in life, God can teach you and show you lessons of life on anything. The problem is we're not always uh, walking circumspectly. We, we, we kind of sometimes just go through the motions of life. We've got to go to work. We've got to do this. We've got to do this. And then wash and repeat the next day. That's not what God has for us. I want us to see God's love for you and I this morning. We know or we should know what a worldly look at love is or claims to be. Real love isn't what you see on TV shows, guys. Real love isn't uh, what, and I said this earlier, what a rom-com Right? I, don't, I didn't know what that was. I had to ask my kids. It's a romantic comedy. I no idea. That's not what love is. It's great entertainment, but don't think that's God's love for you. It doesn't work that way. Life can be hard. Don't do it without Jesus. You know, we sit there and think, well, I got it. Especially men, we're prideful. We think, I got it. I don't need you, Lord. Yes, you do. Put away that pride and trust the one who loves you. The problem is, guys, sometimes we get Christ's love and the world's love confused because it's being shoved down our throat. Love this, love like this, do this, don't do that. And just like I said earlier, open the book and see what love is. See what God says. Don't be confused by TV and radio and commercials jamming it down your throat that that, that God doesn't love you. This car loves you. This new house loves you. That's just a thing. That's not the thing. The God of the universe does not give love a bad name, but the enemy sure does. The enemy takes what God has made for good and turns it into something else. It's a counterfeit. And the enemy will keep selling the world a lie because people are buying. People buy that crap that the enemy's selling. And they put it in their pocket like they got something when they need to put it in their heart like they know something. People want love, but sometimes folks are buying into the dime store love when God is offering his perfect love. God's not a cheap counterfeit. Oh, he's shiny and awesome. No, he is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He loves you all the time, even when you don't love him back. Even when you have a bad attitude. Even when you want to give up on him, he didn't give up on you. 
What I want you to see is God's love for us. And this isn't in the notes, I said that. But Ephesians 2, 4. This is how God loves you. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, God hasn't forgotten you. He'll be there for you. That's Ephesians 2, 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved Bill. Right? It's not uncommon for man to say, and do things driven by self. But what you see is God does and says everything driven by his love for man. Even when he's disappointed, he still loves you. However, listen, we live in a counterfeit world. Don't be fooled by counterfeit love. Don't be fooled. You tracking with me? Thank you. And the kind of love God has for us says to us, and it shows to us, that he will be there for us. For God is with us. And quite frankly, the world doesn't believe the fact that God is with us. The world, the world excuse me, wants to extinguish the fire of the gospel message. He doesn't want you to share the gospel, because then someone else will fall in love with the Savior, and they'll tell somebody, and they'll tell somebody. So, so the enemy wants to keep, oh, no, no, you don't need to tell anybody. They'll know you're a Christian. I want people to know I'm a Christian. I want them to look at me and go, that guy's a train wreck, but he loves Jesus. Because it's Christ in me. I am a train wreck. Without Christ, I'm in trouble. And you are too. We ain't got it all figured out, folks. We think we do sometimes, don't we? God is with us. Quite frankly, like I said... The world is trying to extinguish the gospel. The world wants to explain God away. Well, hey, there's a pandemic going. God must not love us. No, God wants you to come to him. That's why there's a pandemic, in my opinion. I'm scared to die. Well, you should be without Christ. Sometimes you've got to shake the tree to see what falls out. Some people need to know that, hey, you ain't going to live forever unless you trust Christ. The world wants to explain away God. The world, the flesh, and the devil want us to chase, excuse me, chase counterfeit love. But still, in all the negativity, negativity, I can't speak, in all the doubt, that doesn't make God's love for you and I any less true. Right? You're awful quiet. Is it me? And as I was writing this message, this verse kept coming up, man, and I want you to hang on to it. Hebrews 13.8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. The whole time I was reading and praying and thinking about what to say and praying, God, what, do you, what would you have me to do? The aforementioned verse kept running through my mind. Jesus Christ is the same. Nothing has ever changed with him. He, he is constant and consistent in his love for you and I. His real love for you and I, right? His love for me is unchanging. His love for me is conquering. His love for me is real. And His love for me exists forever. So with that, let's look here. Go. Uh, excuse me. The, this word, the word of love is not found in this passage of Scripture. But I want us to hold on to it. It's uh, David's charge to Solomon in 1 Chronicles 28.20. 1 Chronicles 28.20. Hang on to this. And David said to Solomon, his son, Be strong and of a good courage, and do it. Fear not, nor be dismayed. For the Lord God, even my God, will what? 
will be with you. I'll be there for you. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee, until thou hast finished the work for the service of the house of the Lord. And I said this earlier, I'm not changing God's word. I'm just using it as an example to help me. That first, the first uh, four or five words, and God said to Bill, his son, right? Maybe that's what God's saying to you this morning. Hey, be strong and of a good courage. Don't be scared. It sounds like love to me when God says, hey, be of good courage. I'm not going to fail you. So point one for study, when you think God can't, he will. It may not be easy, but here it is. Be strong and of a, of a good courage. And what? Do it. Do what? Whatever you've been called to do. And sometimes, folks, we do not believe in ourselves because we're not trusting God. I said this in the first service. You know, if you make coffee good for Jesus, make coffee good for Jesus. I said it was brown and hot. Praise the Lord. You don't have an excuse to not serve. I'm not good at anything. God made you good at everything. You just have to trust him. You don't want me drawing no art for you. But I can pick someone who can do it. We need to help lead one another so we can serve. Do whatever you've been called to do. We've been called, listen, to minister. We've been called to do discipleship. We've been called to serve every member a minister. Is that right? Brian asked for help this morning with the little kids. In the first service, all you got to do is hold on to them. How many people can hold a baby? Three of you? All right. Pray for the babies. Let me write that down. Y'all in trouble. Three people holding babies. Hey, you three just volunteer. No. Hey, listen. And when you do it, here it is. Whatever it is, don't believe the lie. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Why? That word dismayed means to cause you to lose courage. That's what the enemy's telling you. Be scared. Be afraid. You can't do it. The first time I was ever a camp counselor, I was scared to death. So were the kids. <laughs> but you know what? They needed somebody for, for some reason. God picked me and we did it. And then I was in youth ministry for error. You know why? Because we're trying to love on some kids, just like Brett and Allison are, Jesse and Rachel. And Richard and Carla, if, if I name everybody, I'll forget somebody and someone will be mad at me. But I said this morning, those kids up here playing those instruments... They've been given a gift and they're using it for good. No one said, hey, you need to do that because that's your job. They said, I want to serve the Lord. And they, maybe they are fear, fearful a little bit. But man, when they start playing those instruments, I can't see it. And they're doing it for what? Jesus' sake. Because of love. They love you enough to show up and play them instruments. Early. And practice. Because they believe that God loves you just like he loves them. It's not just playing an instrument for Jesus. I hope that makes sense. But listen, because of alarm or fear, we can't lose courage. We must not let ourselves be dismayed by the task before us. We cannot over, uh, be overtaken in fear. We must hold on to the love of God. Then you see this. For the Lord God, even my God, will be with thee. Amen. That's the God of the universe saying, listen, I'll be there for you. And just a little extra added on in case you forgot. He says in that verse, he will not fail thee. 
He will not forsake thee. He will be there until you finish your work for the service of the Lord because of his great love for us. Right? But we go, well, man, I'm, I'm having some truck trouble and I can't pay my rent and I can't pay my mortgage. And that doesn't change God's love for you. Sometimes we have to learn a hard lesson to trust God a little more, don't we? Well, God's mad at me. No, he's not. He loves you. He's trying to get you through the fire. So on the other side, you can help someone else get in the fire, out of the fire, not in the fire, out of the fire. Right? Because the time I go through all that hard stuff that I don't want to go through, I can help somebody else go through the hard stuff. Your life happens for ministry's sake. But it's hard. Well, so was dying on the cross, but Jesus did it anyways. Sometimes we overthink things or, or we put too much emphasis on man's perspective or man's philosophy in life when we're, we really already have the answers. They're in the book. We know the Lord says he will never leave us nor forsake us. He hasn't left us yet, church. He will not leave us, church. And he loves you. Believe it and move on in trust. God does not lie to us. I repeat that a lot because it helps me. He's not going to start lying to you. And by the way, his word is truth. Titus 1-2 says, And hope of eternal life which God that cannot lie. Promised before the world began. He's not lying to you, is he? Either you believe some of the book or all the book. You can't believe some of the book. It's all true. Because it says God cannot lie, doesn't it? And then it says, uh, John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. God's not a liar and his word is truth. Hang on to that truth. We need to see what real love is. Agape love. Unwavering, unapologetic, and unchanging love from God's perspective, not man's perspective. Not the enemy lying to you about what love is or what love looks like. God's love is defined for you and I in Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. This is how much he loves you and I. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Died for anybody lately? I'm just asking for a friend. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preadventure for a good man some would even dare to die. And here it is. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. But God condemneth love, uh, his love toward Bill Johnston, who was a mess, who came to Christ in 1992 because someone loved me enough to share the gospel living on the ragged edge, about to fall off, and God grabbed me and said, I love you, but Christ loves you more. That's the only reason I'm up here, is because men of faith took time when others looked at me and said, this guy ain't going to make it. I'm making it in Christ. It don't always wax eloquent, but it gets across because it's God's word preached. I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. Man's perspective in the 70s with the Jackson 5 said, I'll be there for you. Man's perspective in the 80s with Bon Jovi said, I'll be there for you. And in the 90s, in the Friends theme song, I'll be there for you. I don't even know who sings that. Who cares? But God said, I'll be there for you from the beginning of time. Why? Amen. Who said that? I, I'm gonna, I'll hug you after. Because of love. So as we look from man's point of view, and man's point of view is... It's taking what God has already done and trying to make it his. 
Men will take what God did and go, we did that. No, you didn't. Cotton-headed ninny muggins. There's nothing new under the sun. I said it early. I'll be there for you. Sounds like a Bon Jovi song because it is, right? But then it says in the lyric that he sings, I want to be the heir for you. You know what, man? Too late again. God's already been the heir for us. See, God will be there for us. He's been there for us, and he's still there for us. Amen? He's not a counterfeit spouting off verbiage and one-liners. God the Father is invested in us for good with love. Point two, since creation, God has been there for us. Genesis 2-7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into the, the, his nostrils, excuse me, the breath of life, and man became a living soul. That's the kind of truth we need to hang on to, church, right? No matter what's happening in life, God says, I'll be there for you. He was there when he breathed into man the breath of life, right? And he's still with us today. You know how I know? I said it. Like Alan says, I already gave you the answer. I always wanted to say that. <laughs> because God cannot lie, and his word is truth, Right? Hello, somebody. Oh, I wanted to say that too. (laughs) Don't tell Alan I'm trying to. I got to, excuse me. This is unprofessional, but it's me. How come Bill doesn't preach anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Then you see the next lyric in the aforementioned song. I'd live and I'd die for you. Hey, John, Jesus done did that. Point three, no one will ever love you more than God, guys. No one will ever love you more than God. Man's too late again. God is right on time. To steal a verse from Toby Mac, it might be midnight or midday. He's never early. He's never late. He's going to stand by what he claims, isn't he? Because he's not a liar and his word is truth. Jesus loved and died for us. No one will ever love you more than God. Stop pushing God away. Run to him, embrace him, trust him, for he loves you. I said no one ever will love you more than God. And I'll tell you this, the world's lying to you. Oh, this person will love you forever. God will love you forever. Oh, you'll love this new car. It'll break down and you'll owe thousands of dollars. (laughs) It happened to me recently. Still owe thousands of dollars and don't have a truck. I tell my girls, no man is going to love you more than Jesus. And if a man's not willing to die for you, he doesn't really love you. You can't say that. (laughs) My kids. I want them to know what real love is. Not a counterfeit version of what love is. Not spouting off, like I said, one-liners and conjecture. Oh, love me. Love him and love me. No one can love you more than God. Look with me with a couple of verses here. Uh, we've got John 15, 13. Greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. Greater love hath no man. No man's going to love you more than God. There, there is no greater love than this than a man, Jesus Christ, the man, laid down his life for his friends. No greater love. Jesus laid it all down. And the second point is found in 1 Corinthians 15. It's the gospel. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I have preached unto you, 
unless you have believed in vain. Here it is. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for some people's sins. Is that what it says? Our sins, according to Scripture. That's everybody. No one is exempt from forgiveness of sin. No one is exempt from the love of Christ. Stop acting like people don't need Jesus because everybody needs Jesus. We, we sit there and we look at people and go, that guy's too far gone. Jesus can't fix that guy. Yes, he can. He fixed you, didn't he? For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which how I received, how Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried and then he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. That's great love. That Jesus Christ died for the sins of the world, and he got up out of the grave, he dusted himself off and said, there you go. That's what love looks like. He died for the sins of the world. He took on the world's death penalty. He conquered sin and death for love. We should know and need to know God's love is real, even when you don't believe it. Even when you think, oh man, I'm overthinking it today. God can't love me. Yes, he can. Listen, just because you don't believe it doesn't change the fact that it's true. Well, I don't believe that. Sorry, it's true. You may ask yourself, you hear it all the time. God loves us. I've heard that sermon, Bill. God loves us. Why are you preaching on God's love? You need to hear it. We listen sometimes, and we really hear what God's saying. But sometimes we just hear it, and it rolls out our ears and out of the back of our brain or however it works. Because we, just, we don't need just to hear it. We need to listen to it, and we need to believe it. Right? You ever tell your kids, would you hear? You don't say, will you hear me? You say what? Will you listen to me? Because they hear you, don't they? But they ain't listening. We're that way sometimes, church, aren't we? You may hear God's love, but listen, listen, listen. God loves you. God claims us. He says, I love you. You matter. You're important. And God never left us shipwrecked or abandoned. Has he? Well, sometimes I don't feel like God loves me. Sorry, doesn't change the fact that he does. Well, God's not with me. Yes, he is. He just said, I'll never leave me nor, uh, he'll never leave me nor forsake me. Is he with you? So he, either, either, either he's a liar or no. He just said he can't lie, right? You tracking? Two people are. <laughs> I just want to say I love you guys. I didn't say that in first service. I love them too, but <laughs> don't tell them. You're my favorite. Listen, you've been, told, you've been sold a bill of goods. You may feel like, oh, God doesn't love me. I don't love God enough. You're not good enough. All those things, right? You're not good enough. But God is. Amen. Oh, man, I don't feel like I'm good enough to come to God. You don't need to be. He's good enough for you to come to him. <clears throat> Pastor Mark Trotter. Hmm. I tried. I, was gonna not, I wasn't going to do this, this service. Said, go all in. And that's what Jesus did for you and I. He went all in for his love for us. Why can't we reciprocate? Why can't we say, hey, I love someone enough. I'm all in. I want to serve in the ministries that God has put here. And then you may say, well, I don't know enough. Brian said earlier, you, just, you don't even know anything to hold a baby. Only three of you can. But it's better than none of us, right? No matter what you've done, there is hope, 
grace and forgiveness in Christ's love. God sums up how he feels about his children in Philippians chapter 2. And I'll get there in a quick minute, but I've made three references so far to, to we know that he will never leave us nor forsake us. I've said that like three or four times. Why? Because you need to hear it. To me, it shouts, hey, I love you. You're messed up. I love you. You're not doing things right. I still love you. Philippians 2, verses 6 through 8. And the next lyric in that Bon Jovi song says, words can't say what love can do, right? But actions can. Words can't say what love can do, but actions can. Love is an action. And I remember being told one time that that love's just an emotion. Okay. I will tell you that love is an action. It's Missouri, right? It's a show me state. Put your money where your mouth is. I'm going to show you love's an action. When Jesus died for me, that was an action. When Jesus buried, was buried for me, that was an action. And when Jesus Christ came back from the dead, that's an action. Listen, if you walked away from God, you need to do an action. He loves you. Today is the day to walk back to him. That's an action on your part. Well, I'm too far gone. You're never too far gone from God's love. Don't believe the lie. Love is an action. Philippians 2, 6, who being in form of uh, God thought it not to, uh, excuse me, I can't read either. Not Robert to be equal with God. Jesus is equal to God because he is God. But made himself of no reputation for love and took upon him a form of a servant for love and made him... Uh, made in the likeness of men and being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself for love and became obedient unto death for love, even the death of the cross because of his great love for you and I. Right? Jesus saying in death, I'll be there for you just like he was in life and in death. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm not giving up on you. Don't give up on me. Stand firm. Right? Let's not miss the fact that we discount God's love sometimes for ourselves and for others. This doesn't change the fact that it's true. I said it earlier. God made himself of no reputation. The God of the universe said, I love you. And took on the form of a servant. He humbled himself and was obedient to death, even the death of the cross. I'll be there for you in death and paying the ultimate price with my life. Listen, if you've trusted Christ, he loves you. Here it is. If you haven't trusted Christ, he loves you. You need to trust Christ today. You need to trust Christ today. Don't do life without Christ. God has not and, not, uh, God has not and will not give up on you. You believe that? I hope so because it's from the book. It's truth. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. That's all I'm preaching is truth. It's right out of God's word. I'm not making it up. Check me. Check my answers. They're all right out of the Bible, right? You're not too far gone that God's love can't reach you. God loves you and wants to save you. So a few years ago, we're working up at Main Street in Blue Springs here. We're giving out free Bibles, and we got everything set up. And, and a young lady came up, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to just show people that we love them, giving them free Bibles. There's nothing extra attached except we want you to come to know Jesus. Right? That's all we're trying to do. She comes up and, and, and it's late in the evening, and I think it was the Friday, Saturday night. Saturday night was the last night. And she wanted a Bible because she was looking for love. 
She wanted to know who this God was, who Jesus was. And we gave her a Bible and then her man friend came along. And her man friend, who loves her, right? He said, oh, you don't need all that, come on. You don't need all that, come on. She just wanted a relationship. And what can I do? Oh, he really loved her. He swept her away without her knowing what the truth was. It killed me. I don't know where she's at today. I hope she found God's love. She was looking for real love, unwavering and unchanging love from God. She asked for the Bible. We gave it to her. So I'm hoping that even though her man friend swept her away from hearing the truth, that God found her. I don't know where she's at today. I don't know what's happening with her, but I hope she found real love. The Father's love. Not man's counterfeit love. When a man grabs you and says, you don't need that, come on. You don't need that truth. Breaks my heart. Man's love is counterfeit sometimes. Listen, don't do life on your own. We sang it this morning. I added this because it was so moving to me. It says in the song that Brandon and everybody sang, Jesus, the name above every other name. There's nothing else. Jesus, the only one who could ever save. That's true. I will build my life upon your love. Right? What else would you build your life on? Sinking sand? Don't do life alone. Do life with the one who will always be there for you. Do life with the one who will always be there for you, and that's Jesus Christ. If you've not heard anything else I've said, here we go. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Again, more love. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Ask yourself that. God is for you, church. Who can be against you? He spared not his own son because of love, but delivered him up for us, some of us. I'm sorry? All. He delivered us up, uh, excuse me, but delivered him up for us all who shall not be with him also freely give us all things. It's not just for some people, it's for all people, it's for everybody. Who shall lay anything to his charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, right? Yea, rather, that is risen again because of his great love for you. Who even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? That's a question. Who? Shall tribulation? Or distress? Or persecution? Or famine? Or nakedness? Or peril? Or a sword? As it is written, for thy sake, we are all killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Here it is. This is how I know God loves you. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that could have loved us, might have loved us. Through him that loved us. Don't be confused. Don't buy into man's love, buy into Christ's love. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from what? The love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's affirming love. 
That's agape love. That's unwavering love, unchanging love. Not man's love, not a counterfeit. That's why sometimes we get confused of what real love looks like because we're watching too much TV or listening too many somethings on the radio. We're... No, I'm not going to say that. I stopped myself. You proud of me? Thanks, Brian. Why? Because he is, he was, and he will be there for you. He's not, again, he's not a counterfeit God. He's not spewing, spouting off, spewing, spewing, spouting off one-liners. I'll be there for you. Jesus will, not John. When I say John, that's John Bon Jovi. He's the singer. Of, and I love John. And then John needs Jesus, is all I'm saying. Listen, I said this earlier. You know, our girls that I have, and, and a lot of you girls and guys, all of us, we need to know we're loved, don't we? I mean, I, I think we do. And, and what I'll say is that counterfeit love the world is spitting at us, you need to hide from it. Because we watch too much of The Bachelor. Oh, stepping on toes. I said earlier, if you want to get your toes stepped on, I'm only in here right now. But you can come to the bridge class and I'll step on your toes every week. If you watch The Bachelor, I'm sorry. Because listen, you don't need a rose. You need the one who rose again for you. Yeah, we get this rose. Oh, here it is. Pick me, pick me. Jesus picks you every time. He rose from the dead for you. He conquered sin and death for you because of his great love for you. And see, the, the girls on the show are like, I just want him to love me. Jesus loves you already. It, it, it blows my mind how we're just willing to just give our lives away to the world instead of the one who gave his life away to us. We don't need a rose we need the one who rose again from the dead. Right? I love you. I said that earlier, but I hope this made some kind of sense to you because it's preaching to me and I'm the one doing it. Stand with me. I said it earlier. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, we're not trying to get you to join this church. We're not trying to do anything like that. We're not trying to trick you. We're trying to get you to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we're trying to do. We want you to have a personal relationship with the one who lived and died for you. That's what we're trying to do. We want you, if you've been saved for a little while, we want you to get discipled. We want you to grow in your faith and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, when I was five days old, I was adopted. I did not understand why my parents didn't love me and didn't want me. They gave me away. And it hurt for a long, long time. But you know what? I did find out because of a man in 1992 who loved me enough to share the gospel. He said, just because, and he didn't say it like this. I'm saying it like this. My parents didn't want me, but my father in heaven did. See, and it took me a little while to get past it. Maybe you're struggling with that. But your father in heaven wants you. He wants you to know him for real, right? And when, when, when my first family didn't want me, my second family took me, and God got me. Does that make sense? So if, you're, if you need something this morning, I don't care what it is. Come forward. If, if, if I'm talking, we'll, we'll get somebody else to talk with you. But, guys, we just want you to know God loves you, 
And you can have victory in Christ this morning. That doesn't mean everything's going to go away and everything's going to be perfect. But it does mean you'll have peace in knowing God. Let's pray. God in heaven, Lord, we love you. We honor you. We praise you, Father. Father, I'd be remiss if I didn't pray for our DR team. Keep them safe. And Lord, also pray for Miss Tammy Henson, who is uh, struggling. God, we appreciate all you do for us. And I thank you for your great love for us. I pray for this message this morning, Lord, that you are glorified in it and that someone, uh, Father, gets what they need from it. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.